Hello and welcome to DFS Coach Talk. Today is Wednesday, November the 16th, 2022. I am Joe Sarvati, affectionately known as Coach, and I am joined by the one and only Mr. Josh Crash Davis. Crash, you're looking better. I know you're feeling better. Mm-hmm. This could be, uh, as Deb says, a huge, huge night. Yeah. Uh, speaking like one of the politicians that's out there that we know who that is, but... Uh, right. You, oh, and you have the the professional blue cup today. No friend stuff. You, you got your top game on today. My wife hooked me up with some nice hot tea, so yeah, it's good for the throat for sure. Nice. Mm-hmm. So this is supposed to be members only podcast, and me being the brainiac that I am, posted on Twitter the link. So welcome to non-members as well, because. Uh, maybe uh, my brain waves are not connecting at all times, but you know what? The more the merrier. Uh, looks like we have all members in here now, anyway. So mm-hmm. maybe people didn't notice my faux pas there, but uh, I'm excited about this slate. I'm excited that we had winners. Deb's all frosty in here with the big wins we threw together last night, yeah, and uh. Now we just got to carry that momentum to today. For sure. For sure. Are you spe- you're speechless. No, I, I thought you were going to say something else. So I was just listening. I never I never go on and on and chatter. Yeah, and never. Ramble. never. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, so let's say hello to some folks in chat. Uh, the newly uh, nicknamed Disco David Dulac is in there. So mm-hmm. Disco David, first one in the mix. Our own Deb Lutz. Congratulations, Deb. Great call, by the way, on uh, I gave you a little no- noise over Larry Nance Jr. He was like mm-hmm. a top five or six score on the whole slate. And my man Murphy came through in the same game. So we said we, were gonna, we played them both. We liked them both, and they both came through. That doesn't yep. happen that often for two long shots like that. Uh, Rodney Pollard, how are you, my friend? <clears throat> Great to see you in there. Um, the boy from Cali who's in the snow, so oh, we yeah. had everybody fooled. He's not really, not really in, in Cali. Cali, but he's from Cali. Hmm. Yeah. Did, did you, you see what uh, I put? Go ahead. I was say, did you did you play Drew Drew Eubanks yesterday? I did not. I played him. It was a pretty decent play. Uh, he's yeah. uh, he hustles he gets after it so right. when he's gonna get the minutes you could feel comfortable about it yeah i Did mean you Nurkic played but it it just the way the game played out he was able to yeah. get more minutes than Nurkic. so yeah i mean that was a gutsy gutsy play with Nurkic mm-hmm. rolled in that's for sure mm-hmm. but did you happen to see what i posted in discord i'm here in pennsylvania and we have forecast of somewhere between two and three feet of snow, not inches, feet. Wow, no, I didn't see that. Yeah, I, I can't believe it. It's it's supposed to be between 24 and 32 inches of snow. Wow. I I don't even stuck. have boots. <laughs> You're going to be stuck at the house for a while, coach. I, I can't believe this. <laughs> I, I I have had forgotten how this snow belt area can be so brutal. By the way, I'm mentioning it because Buffalo has a home game on Sunday. True, they do. And three like two snow. hours from there or something. Less than that. So less than that. yeah, yeah. 
so there that will be an interesting football game uh with all that snow for sure mm -hmm. yep for sure aloysius five how are you sir uh paint blank sm mr dead presidents good afternoon justin timberlake is in the building um rj from the great rj reynolds tobacco company in north carolina back in the day um that's it i don't think we have any do we have any non-members in here i don't think so coach wow maybe the word did not sneak out after all but we have this good core group mm -hmm. um headed to maine okay got it shoveling no i do not want to shovel thank you oh man that's no fun I used to have a snowblower way back in the day. So, yeah, um, yeah that's that's nuts. Um, Ten games crash. So mm -hmm. you, you jumped on some of our winners last night, correct? I did. Yeah. Very good. I am I am glad you got it. It ended up being crazy. So little bits of news real quickly. How about Kevin Durant's comments? Oh, my gosh. Yeah. How How is – how can you – say that about and literally name names that is one of the worst things i've seen in a while mm -hmm. that franchise is doomed it's i agree awesome. i mean they, they just literally got their whole team thrown under the bus you know <laughs> unbelievable and then he took a shot at steve nash i don't know if you saw that too oh he hates yeah he hates steve nash mm -hmm. he and Kyrie every wanted him out of there i you know you know egos with those guys would never work yeah there's just no way pro uh, star <laughs> players having to deal with you know former star players that never works mm -hmm. so anyway we have 10 games today so we can't be uh flapping at the gums here like i'm doing because we got to get to those 10 we're going to go over some ownership like we normally do we'll go with pay up value and fade plays i've got some defensive efficiency and pace numbers and of course we've got the uh ownership which because of mr luca luca being out the mavericks getting all this everybody's scrambling to try to find the value with the mavericks mm -hmm. so that should be interesting and then in the mix today, two crashes. We've got a couple games over the 230 mark. We have three games in the two teens and everything in between. So it is a mixed bag of tricks for sure. For sure. Yep. All right. Anything else that we need to go over? Uh, I, I no. posted the membership stuff. If anybody uh, does slide in that's not a member, also put your football contest up there and I entered this time and I double checked it <laughs> because last week I thought I entered and I didn't. Mm -hmm. And uh, I'm just going to stick by my story that I would have won it if I was in there. That may or may not be accurate. It all depends if you would have played my guy, Christian Watson. I had double Watson, remember? Oh yeah, you had Justin and Christian, but Justin didn't do anything, but Christian sure did. Yeah, Christian was phenomenal. Yeah, uh, the other Watson, not so much, but uh, we'll take what we can get. Anybody else jump in here? No, we've just got this core group. We have a perfect 10 members in here. Nice. I love it. All right, 
down to the business of uh, where is, and I can't even announce it and feel uh, frosty about it because I don't see our man, Mike Tyson, in here. Uh, yeah, I don't see him either. Uh, Deb Lutz. I, you know oh, what I'm going to wow. do to watch this? I'm, I'm going to... I just put Deb in timeout for miscommenting <laughs> on on uh, winning. <laughs> See what it says? For five minutes. Deb Lutz was blocked for five minutes. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> that made my day right there. The, just that one single move. <laughs> I bet you Deb's fuming. Oh, no. All right. So here we go. We have three 7 o'clock games, so lots of early information. The biggest thing today, Crash, is how many guys are out and how many guys are questionable. There is a boatload. Yeah. So that's that what we too, have to figure out. Too many, honestly. Like, oh my gosh. It is. It through, is. You know what though? <clears throat> my theory always is, and you know this, cause I've said it like a thousand times, but the more games, the more confusion, the more changes, the better edge for us because people are busy. They got to rush. They got to try to get lineups, try to get info. We're doing it all. We got it here. So that gives us an edge. Yeah. When, it's, when it's an easy push button couple of games, it's no issue. But now people are going to be panicking, trying to figure it out. Sure. Is that the best ever? Deb Deborah Lutz was blocked for five minutes. <laughs> that is pretty good, Coach. I can't lie. That's a top-notch move <laughs> right there. Yeah. All right. Minnesota Timberwolves, six and eight. Orlando Magic, four and ten. Nobody injured for Minnesota. How is that possible? Everybody injured for Orlando. Carter, questionable. Massive news there. Mm -hmm. No Anthony, no Ben Caro, no Fultz, Harris, Isaac, Mo Wagner. Literally half their roster is out. So we need that news on Carter. We'll have it before lock. Minnesota, uh, again, has a full roster. It is Minnesota minus six and a half, 222 and a half total, 114 and a half for Minnesota, 108 for the uh, Orlando Magic for implied totals. Minnesota, fifth, fifth fastest paced team in the league, Orlando 19th. And then defensively, both slightly below average at 18th and 17th, respectively. Um, Eat the chalk. You can't fade the chalk today, says Boy from Cali. Boy from Cali just always all chalk, optimal lineups. We know he's a chalk player. But I think we got a few spots where we can get a little cute today. So mm -hmm. what about game one crash? Break this sucker down for us. Okay. And if you need any ownership, let me know. I'll throw that in the mix as well. Well, I actually was just looking at that. So, um I like Carl Anthony Towns, 9,100 on DraftKings, 9,000 wow. on FanDuel, 40 you on You haven't Yonkers. played him all year. I know. You're right. I haven't. But uh, I think that Wendell Carter Jr. could be out, and I just don't really feel like they have a whole lot that's going to be able to mess with him. So okay. um, I like with Ben Caro out. I do like Franz Wagner a little bit, um, 7,000 on both DraftKings and FanDuel. 25 yeah. on Yahoo, but this won't be a key game for me. We've got 10 games, so not, you know, so few that we feel like we have to play everybody, but not so many that I'm going to avoid everyone too. So kind of right in the middle um, and, you know, just a couple plays that I would even consider in this game. 
because uh, like I said, it's not one of my favorites. So, yeah, I mean, it's funny for me, it's sort <clears> of <throat> uh, backwards. I like Orlando a lot better than Minnesota in this game. Um, okay. I really do. I mean, Minnesota's got their full ticket of guys, and they're mm -hmm. not cheap. I mean, yeah. Jaden McDaniels is always cheap. But other than that, all the rest of the guys I consider either priced right or a little expensive. Mm -hmm. And I just don't want to go there because that rotation, they use Kyle Anderson a lot now and Torian Prince, Jalen Noel, etc. So they've got a pretty good bench and they're healthy. But Orlando's so shorthanded if Carter sits, yeah. I really like Bull Bull even more. I really mm -hmm. like Bull Bull. I think uh, Jalen Suggs is a decent play at sub 6K still. Uh, Franz, I like, but at 7K, he's right on that. Yeah. You know, just not quite value enough. Right. Um, Okiki's somewhat of a boomer bust at 5'3, but you can go mm -hmm. there if you'd like. What about my question to you, though? If Wendell Carter Jr. is out, what about 4-4 Mo Bamba? Yeah, I mean, I could see that. I, I thought about him, too. Um, I'm I'm leaning more towards – I know he's going to be chalky now. I was really hoping that I would be able to get him at a lot of lower ownership like it looked like I was going to be able to earlier. Right. But um, Christian Wood, you know, is probably going to be my top center play uh, going up against his old team without Luka and all that. So, um I definitely think Mo Bamba, and I kind of like your your bull bull play too. I mean, I've I've been playing him quite a bit. I like that play. Yeah. Um, so maybe there there might be a few more plays here than I thought at first, but I'm not going to go to. I know for sure I'm not going to go to a Jalen Suggs or a Terrence Ross or anything like that. Right. Um, there's just too much value for me to to be going to those kind of plays. So, but bull bull and and Mo Bamba, yeah, I could see those. I think those are decent plays. The nice thing too, you'd mentioned Christian Wood, he's power forward and center eligible. So true. that is you true. Can slide yeah. that in. But I yeah, I I have no problem going to Bomba now. I know he can disappoint at times, but mm -hmm. uh for me, I wouldn't do it if Carter's in. But if Carter's yeah. out, Mo Bomba could be a really nice uh play as far for as sure. value. Um, I don't think I'd have the guts to go with Bull and Bomba though. Mm -hmm. Um, one or the other, I think, is a good play. Um, but I'll have definitely have some Orlando magic, uh, exposure in this game. Yeah. All right. Game two, we go to game two and that is the Oklahoma city thunder and the Washington wizards. I'm going off. If the order seems a little weird, they're all by times, but I'm, I'm going by roto wire. I, I, okay. by the way, roto wire is terrific for anybody that doesn't use it there. They are worth uh, a membership there. They really do give good information. Um, Oklahoma City is six and eight. Washington's eight and six, which really is a hell of a record considering mm -hmm. I think Beals missed half the games or something. Yeah. I don't know how they're winning so much, but uh, they're getting it done. Uh, Baisley and Mann out for the Thunder. DeLon Wright still out for the Wizards. And in this game, you've got uh, Washington favored by five. A nice, healthy 229 total, uh, 112 implied for the Thunder, 117 for the Wizards. So mm -hmm. not bad at all. And then uh, Thunder playing really fast this year, uh, third in the league. Washington winning with some defense and slowing it down. They're 25th in pace. 
The only issue here, even though it's almost a 230 total, 11th and 9th for the Thunder and Wizards, two teams you would not expect to be in the top 11 defensively. So right. something, you know, to of a little bit of concern there. Um, what do you like? What do you think about this game? And are you, you dialing anybody up? Uh, I like SGA. I mean, I thought he was a good play the other day when you went to him. Um, he's... 9,400 on DraftKings and 10,4 on FanDuel. So he's a thousand less on DraftKings. So I like him right. over there. Yeah. Um, may not be able to get to him on Yahoo. I'm not sure yet. It's all going to depend on the lineup construction, but might be able to fit him in on, on uh, DraftKings at 9,400. Um, kind of like Porzingis a little bit. I just feel like there's not a lot for the Thunder to defend him. And, um, and so I kind of like him. He's 8,200 on FanDuel, 35 on Yahoo, and 84 on DraftKings. So decent price. Um, he's kind of a GPP play for me. But those are really the only two plays that I'm really looking at in this game. I don't really have a whole lot else that I like. Yeah, I mean, I, I agree with you on SGA on on uh, DraftKings. I think 9,400 is super fair. Mid-nines for a guy that can, you know, break a slate. Yeah. Um, 10-4, I, I can't pull the trigger there either so i'm with you that's site specific for me mm-hmm. but i do really like him uh on DraftKings. i think he's a good foundational piece there yeah um it's hard after that though you know giddy at six seven you know you never know what he could do he can be great but that price you know is a commitment especially mm-hmm. if you're going to go sga you don't you know it makes it tough right and after that it's there's a lot of guys playing you know, Dort has not been good offensively this year. Mm-hmm. You know, I've said I like Jalen Williams, the rookie, the Jalen with an J-A-L-E-N, not to be confused not with J-A-Y-L-I-N, Jalen Williams, same guy, mm-hmm. same name's team, uh, which is bizarre. But him and Poku, J-R-E, Kenrich Williams, Aaron Wiggins, those guys are all getting minutes. Even yeah. Mike Muscala has been playing some. So mm-hmm. I don't know how you – decipher the risk involved with any of those other thunder players, at least in my opinion. Yeah. Um, I mean, do you think that, do you think that that, uh, that play with Porzingis, I mean, you think that's a valid statement that they don't really have anyone that can defend him. I just look at their roster and I mean, they're all undersized. Well, I mean, you know, if they're starting Poku at center, which I'm not sure if they'll do. Yeah. Um, you know that that's a head scratcher for me. What? Let me see what what does the other site project for starters? Yeah, both of them. I have uh, SGA, Giddy, uh, Williams, Dort, and Poku as the projected starters. Is that what mm-hmm. you are thinking? Yeah, but I mean, he still gives up fifty pounds and and you know three inches to him. So. Well, I was gonna say, you know. If I, I like Porzingis against Poku, I think that's yeah. a really nice matchup for him because the only time Porzingis struggles is if somebody roughs him up a little bit. And, you know, Poku's not going to do that. Now, they do have a few guys off the bench, though, that can bang around with them, like JRE and Kenrich Williams, a few guys like that. But yeah, Porzingis is very tempting today. I agree with you. Yeah. Um, you know, Porzingis has had some decent games, but with Beal in there, because he's had a few of those when Beal's out, there is, you know, he does use a, a lose a little usage with Beal in there. But 
Uh, I'm tempted on Porzingis. I, you know, I, you shared his prices across the board, so it's doable. Mm-hmm. And that's somebody I'm going to keep in consideration. Um, I would say if I went to any wizards, he'd be the guy. I agree with you. I like him better yeah. than Beal or Kuzma, either one. Mm-hmm. So, you know, maybe, you know, if you commit to this game and you go SGA and Porzingis, that's uh, a nice little one V one there in that game. Yeah. Coach, did you see uh, my little comment I, I showed on screen there from, from Deb? She left you a little love note. Oh, no, I didn't see it. <laughs> yeah. Does never piss off a woman. Uh-oh. Is she back? <laughs> yeah, she's she, back. She's out of timeout? Yeah. Damn it. Uh-oh. <laughs> I, my, my joke is over. Now I got to pay the price. <laughs> yeah. The gig is up. But yep. no, I think that those two are the are the right plays for this game. Um, I agree. I don't really like a lot else in this game. I mean, like I, I it's really inconsistent, you know. So yep. Yeah. I'm we are exactly on the same thought process there. So, you know, there may be a site like FanDuel where I have nobody from this game, but on DraftKings, I may dial up both of those guys, same two that you like. Yeah. Uh, what's the ownership just for the heck of it here? Let me look. I was just I, looking at that. So on DraftKings, SGA is right around 17%. He's at 11 that's on low. FanDuel. And he's at 7.8 on Yahoo. So Wow. Yeah, he's getting low ownership on, on FanDuel and Yahoo for sure. That That is extremely uh, tempting. What about yeah. the, the big stick there? What's he looking like? I don't see him even up high. Uh, yeah, I don't think he is. Let me see. I'm I'm drifting down. On FanDuel. DraftKings four and a half percent crash. Ooh, I think I got to do that at four and a half percent. Yeah, that's pretty nice. Pretty nice. Yeah. Um, four percent. Yeah, yeah. He's four on Yahoo. Seven, I think, or eleven on on FanDuel, and then and four on DraftKings. So yeah, that's. Really low makes a lot of sense because he's right there with Wood, but he's you know more expensive, so everyone's just going to play Wood. But as a nice little pivot for sure for GPP. Yeah, I love I love that leverage that you gain there, uh, David. You are absolutely right, sir. And I took a lot of smoke yesterday because she was trying to get in there and I didn't have the link to her. <laughs> <laughs> Fire! Him All right, up, says. <laughs> Fire him up. All right, ready for game three? Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, let's see here. It is the, oh, I went to the wrong screen. Indiana Pacers and Charlotte Hornets. Pacers 500 at six and six. Hornets four and 11. Boy, that's rough. Mm. Hold a dig for them. Halliburton's questionable. That is problematic. Um, Duarte and Tice out. Um, and then for Charlotte, Smith and Williams are quest- a doubtful. Hayward and Martin, two starters a lot of times, are yeah. out. And then as far as the line in this game, nice big fat 233.5, which happens to be the biggest number on the board, I believe. Yes, it is. Yeah, I think it is. Yeah. Um, Charlotte's only favored by two and a half, so more reason to like this game. Mm-hmm. Uh, you got the double, oh, both implied totals over 115, which is, again, a, a huge uh, magic marker, marker circle. 115 and a half implied for Indiana, 118 for Charlotte. So 
Um, definitely interesting. Indiana, second in pace. Charlotte, 16th. Indiana not playing D, 27th. So yeah. Pacers, we're going to be having a lot of Pacers like we do with the Rockets. Fast pace, bad defense. Mm-hmm. And the Hornets below average at 19th defensively as well. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, I think this is a good matchup. Um, you know, it should be, like you said, pretty pretty high scoring, not great defense. Um, there's some value here, especially if Tyrese Halliburton is out. Um, Benedict Mathurin and Andrew Nembhard are two plays I'm looking at for some value. Um, I like Miles Turner here a lot against the Hornets. You know, that's the spot we've been picking on with center, so I like that for him. And um, – and then on the other side, I think that, you know, you could look at LaMelo Ball. Um, I think he's a decent option. And I feel the same way about Kelly Oubre. He's been playing pretty well with Gordon Hayward out. And um, those are the main plays that I'm looking at for each team in this matchup. Yeah, you know, the weird thing for me is I think probably the most contrarian thing for me on this card is I'm not going to be real heavy on this game. Mm-hmm. And because it's a seven o'clock game and it's the going to be uh, the, it is the highest projected total in Vegas. Uh, I think you're going to see a lot of people with multiple players from this game, but I'm not, I'm just, you know, the, the, here's my reasoning why I'm not crazy about it. I think, yes, uh, Mr. Bad haircut there, Hayward's still out. However, with ball back, I just, mm-hmm. you know, ball Rogier, Ubre Washington, are going to split up quite a bit of usage. And yeah. as much as I think ball is a decent play, uh, I just don't know if I want to get there at eight, nine Rogier overpriced at eight. Ubre's floated up to six, five, which isn't, you know, a bargain basement like he used mm-hmm. to be. I don't know how he went up in price with ball back. You would think that, you know, that usage number would have him drop a little yeah. bit. You know, PJ's so dangerous at 5'3", he can do so well, but he can also just bury you, too. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. it's hard to decide where to go there. So that, you know, unsuredness uh, concerns me a little bit. And then, obviously, we just need the news on Halliburton. If Halliburton's in, you know, it, yeah. it, it definitely muddies it a bit for me because – not super confident, you know. It's it's odd because Nempart and Mathurian, as you would expect, as youngsters and with you know uh, Carlisle as a coach, mm-hmm. uh, both being rookies, you get some really good games, some bad games. For sure. Sometimes they don't play big minutes. Sometimes they play thirty some minutes. So it really is hard to count on. But man, at four one uh, and five eight, their prices are reasonable enough. Yeah, uh, I don't know. I mean, Miles not Turner, any ownership either. I mean, I, I know Nempard right now is at point one. I so, know. I yeah. think it's if you looked at his last game though, he was terrible and he just mm-hmm. didn't get enough minutes. Yeah, and you know, you, you one play like that on the early slate, and you can, uh, you know, go watch uh, The Bachelor or whatever you and your wife watch there, uh, right, for the rest of the night because it's going to be over. I don't mm-hmm. know. I mean, I. I would sort of think Miles Turner's the safest play from the Pacers. Yeah. Uh, you know, at six nine. I mean, his points per minute now that Sabonis is long gone and all that, you know, when he does play and doesn't get in foul trouble, 
uh, he's solid and mm-hmm. still sub 7K. And yeah. he's definitely going to get some consideration, especially if if Carter does play and then I don't have that option mm-hmm. of uh, Bomba. Uh, Turner, I think, is another fine option. And he, but again, I, I think my, my contrarian piece of this game is I'm probably going to just have a one off, mm-hmm. uh, at best and just not a lot of exposure to this game. Okay. I, I just, I can't settle confidently enough on anybody. Yeah. I mean, the ownership is not crazy right now from what I'm seeing. Um, no, it's not. Well, but it'll drift though. Like, if like, Miles, you know, or if Halliburton gets ruled out, then that's going to make a big difference, obviously. Oh, yeah, for yeah. sure. Plus, people, as time goes and they see those infamous green check marks on DraftKings and all that mm-hmm. stuff, and people want to get that, you know, good scores right out of the gate. Right. Uh, you know, you see a lot of that. So, um, yeah, we'll see. We'll have to follow this as it goes. Well, it doesn't look like people, uh, non members jumped in. So I didn't screw up that badly with that late post mm-hmm. um maybe because it wasn't on youtube early on yeah, you know? maybe maybe yeah. it was maybe and why all right game four we're on a good pace today you know i don't have yeah. deb slowing slowing the process down here <laughs> deb's gonna really give me the business here soon all right we've got the fourth game and it does shift to a new time 7 30 it's mm-hmm. the Boston Boston Celtics at the Atlanta Hawks. Second highest total on the board and a super close line. Boston's favored by one and a half, 233, big number, and they both bust that 115 mark, 117.25 for Boston, 115.75 for the Hawks. So that is encouraging. Um, as far as people that are out, that's the big news here. Yeah. No Brogdon, no Smart. So those two guys, that makes a massive difference in their backcourt for sure. And that's why we're getting some of this crazy ownership mm-hmm. uh, for guys like Peyton Pritchard, fourth highest owned guy on right. DraftKings. Unreal. Crazy. Yeah. A quarter of the field trusts $3,400 Peyton Pritchard. I, mm. I don't. I'm not going there. Um yeah. And for Atlanta, we know Bogdanovich. I don't think he's played a minute yet this year for Atlanta. Um, the fun thing about this game is it's only a one and a half spread, and it's eleven and three Boston against nine and five Atlanta. So mm-hmm. those are interesting pieces. Boston is twentieth in pace. Atlanta fourth, so a good pace up for Boston. Boston still struggling defensively, twenty fourth, and Atlanta somehow seventh. So they've sort of flip spots in the defensive rankings compared to where they were last year. Um, man, this game is really an interesting game crash. I think, mm-hmm. I think you have to have some exposure here. Yeah. I mean, I, I do like a few plays in this game. Um, Jason Tatum is playing at, you know, near MVP level. I think he's one of the top candidates right now for MVP, which it's super early, but he would be, um, You've got Behind, Al Horford going. Behind our two guys, Luca yeah. and Giannis. <laughs> yeah, Luca and Giannis, yeah. But you've got um, Al Horford going back to Atlanta. Um, we saw what he did in Oklahoma City on Monday, which that was That was my best play coach. that day, man. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I could look at that play. I personally like Derek White more than Peyton Pritchard. But, Me too. Um, 
that's me. And oh, then, me too. Yeah. And then DeJounte Murray, um, I like him in this spot without Marcus Smart in there and, and uh, Malcolm Brogdon, who are both really good defenders on guards. Um, and then I think Clint Capella is in a decent spot, decent enough. 6,400 on DraftKings, uh, 62 on FanDuel, and then 21 on Yahoo. Um, but just a few guys from this game, not going to go too heavy on it. But uh, I'm not sure if I'm going to go to the Pritchard play or not. I don't think so, but we'll see. Yeah, I would. I'm not touching them. I mean, I if I I really, you know, it, it, this is another tough one. I think Al Horford at five seven is reasonable, mm-hmm. and I don't think you know Grant Williams is over five k now, so yeah. that's a little bit of a concern. And like I said, Atlanta's playing better defense. <clears throat> True, but I mean, if you're going to commit to one of the big four in this game, you're you're going to commit salary here because Jalen Brown's eight seven, which is really fair for him. Mm-hmm. But Jason Tatum is almost 11. He's at 10-9. Yeah. And then and then here's the problem because of the algorithms of how they do. The pricing hasn't caught up with guys missing. But Trey Young at 9-7 and DeJounte Murray at 9-6. I That's mean, expensive. Yeah. I don't know how you stack up any of those guys unless you just really are all in on this game. Mm-hmm. Um and, and I'll tell you what, the guy that I am so down on, in fact, I'm going to call him out. John Collins sucks. He's <laughs> he's gutless. Yeah. So there you go. Expect uh, a career game from John Collins. But <laughs> I just don't like – I mean, he takes game, plays off. He's – I just – I watched him the other day when I had him, and he was so bad that I was, I was l- literally throwing out a few swear words. I was pissed. Hmm. Uh, yeah. Capella's okay, but I'm not playing paying mid sixes. He had the one game where he went 20 and 18. All the other, you look yeah. at every other game though, and it's nothing spectacular. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I, I, you know, I, I love, I love the fact that this game's going to be competitive. I don't want to break the bank with those four big guys. So I'm, I'm probably a, all about some value from the Boston side in white. Mm-hmm. Or maybe Horford. Yeah. That's about it for me. Yeah. And I think between the two centers, I would lean more towards Horford for sure. Uh, he's cheaper. Um, I was just trying to come up with somebody I liked on the Atlanta side. And Murray and, and Capella were the two I came up with. But I think I think Horford is probably the better play the more I think about it. So, I, I, Should I put uh, Devin another timeout? No. No. All right, I'll let her. I'll let her pass on this one. Sorry, Deb, you don't have any controls to put me on a timeout. So tough break. Because you're gonna need her to help you with a podcast or something one day, and she'll be like, "Remember that day that I was already pissed off, and then you went ahead and put me in timeout again?" Then I know she's. It's her. all love. Yeah. We had all those winners yesterday, so Deb's Deb's gonna be fine. She won't get too mad at me yet. <laughs> all right. Um, how about we go to game five? We're halfway okay. through the list. We're just blowing right through this. Yeah. Um, game five. It is the Miami Heat and the Toronto Raptors. This could be the snooze game right here. 7.30 game. Um, you've got Toronto favored by a point and a half. Only two fifteen and a half is the total. Miami's scratched their way back up to 500 at 7-7. Seven and seven. Toronto eight and seven. So two well-coached, uh, solid teams here. 
and a lot of big news, tons of big news here. Mm -hmm. um, Dwayne Dedman is questionable. So he's getting all this chalky ownership because Bam is out. Right. Um, Haslam, Hero, Oladipo, and Yurtsevin are all out. So really with Hero and Adebayo out, that changes a lot of the usage numbers uh, for the Heat. So we'll talk about that. Then Toronto only has Gary Trent and Fred Van Vliet questionable once again. Uh, you know, so you got a starting backcourt. We don't know if they're going to play or not. Achua, Porter, and Siakam are out. So this is mm -hmm. a battle of, you know, a lot of the bench guys. Right. Uh, you've got, you know, a low total. And then statistically speaking, you have lousy pace, 24th for Miami, 21st for Toronto. And both teams literally playing average defense thus far, 14th and 16th. But we know with those coaches and their style, they'll probably both end up in the top 10 or 12. Uh, when it's all said or done. So mm -hmm. I guess, you know, we need to talk about two things and I'll let you take it from here, but is does, if those main guys are out, does that mean Jimmy Butler becomes somebody you really need to get to or Ananobi or Barnes? Those would be the three guys. If the other guys that we all mentioned are out, yeah. should see a huge spike in, in usage. Right. Well, I'm sure Dwayne Dedman's going to be getting a lot of ownership because he's 3400 on DraftKings, 3500 on FanDuel, and $10 on Yahoo. But he's um, questionable. Yeah, yeah, he is questionable. Um, yeah, I mean, do you go back to your Max Struess play? I mean, do you like him at all here? Um, uh, yeah, absolutely, man. Yeah. I mean, when there's shots to be had, right. he's going to get them. I'll tell you, when, when a hero is out, Struce is always an option for me mm -hmm. because he's going to get a lot of those threes. Right. You know, I have a question for you, though. Okay. Let's say Deadman can't go. So okay. you have no Deadman, you have no Bam, you have no 45-year-old Haslam or whatever. He's he's not going to you – know, he's out, no, too. No, you're at saving. So is it is it the rookie, Nikola Jovic? Nikola Jovic. Could I be. mean, I don't know where else you go. That other yeah. four centers are out. Right. Yeah, it could be. That, that I mean, I'm not sure. Play. That would be pretty bizarre. It would be. Um, on the on the Toronto side, I do like OG Ananobi at 7,200 on DraftKings. I feel like that's a pretty fair price for him. What if Van Vliet and Trent play, though? Yeah, that's the only thing. If if they play, then it's not something I'm going to be going to. But if they if they're out, then I I think that's a solid play at 7200, and yeah. then 32 on Yahoo because he's 8100 on Fanduel. I don't want to pay over 8k for OG. And, no. Uh, um, Chris Boucher has been solid. Um, he's 6000 on DraftKings, 5900 on Fanduel, and only 17 on Yahoo. So that's decent pricing for him. Um, if Fred Van Vliet and Trent are still out. I still think that you can go back to Banton. Um, wow, what a game he had. Yeah, that was an awesome game for him. Um, he's only 14 on Yahoo. He's 5,100 on DraftKings. He's 6,000 on FanDuel, so that's a little pricey for me. Wow, um, there's a lot of $1,000 differencing in prices yeah, on FanDuel on and DraftKings. Yeah. I know. So, you know, um, maybe a few plays on the uh, – on the Raptor side and then maybe a one-off with the heat. 
you know, it will really depend on if Dwayne Dedman's out or not, because if he plays then I can play Wood at power forward and I can just, you know, slot him in as a punt play basically. Um, and, you know, if I can get 20 to 30, then I'm fine with that at 3,400. So. I mean, somebody's got to talk me off the ledge here because this game is 215 and a half, <clears throat> the lowest yeah. total on the, on the board. And if I'm just, I'm going with the if factor here, if uh, the, the backcourt of, of Toronto, if Van Vliet and Trent don't play, I'm going to have multiple guys from this game. Mm-hmm. I, I, and I don't know if that's a mistake or not, but you know, again, Struce at five nine is going to be massively in play for me. Yeah. I think you actually have to consider Kyle Lowry, and I haven't said that all year. Mm-hmm. But you know, and then if you want to pay up, I don't think Butler's a terrible play at nine k. Yeah, uh, and and then on top of all of that, if Deadman does play, he very likely could be my center at three four. Because mm-hmm. if anytime Dwayne Dedman gets 25 plus minutes, which he almost never gets, he's terrific. He's a, a one plus point fantasy point per minute guy. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, I like way too much on the Heat side. And then again, if Van Vliet and Trent are in, I'm not even going to look at Toronto. It's going to be an afterthought. I'll take mm-hmm. zero ownership for Toronto. Right. However, if they sit, I would assume Banton then becomes one of the highest owned players on the slate. And yeah, I would think so. I mean, because he's definitely cheaper than Dinwiddie. So, and he's five, you know, five one is very fair. And he was dominant in that game. Right. And with the Heat being shorthanded, he's certainly not going to get Jimmy Butler defense. So, Mm -hmm. yeah, I think he's a great play if those guys sit. And I agree with you. I think Ananobi at seven two would be very reasonable. And yeah. and Scotty Barnes, even though he let me down the other day, seven eight is probably you know mid sevens is about where he needs to be. Can also have uh, big games uh, when he plays a little bit of that point guard spot. Although the way Banton played the other day, that downgrades Barnes for me, even if Van Vliet is out. So yeah, yeah. That's but I could thing. easily have one or two guys from each side on the lowest. Game. So I went from a 233 Boston Atlanta game where I really don't like anybody right. to a 215 and a half game Miami Toronto where I may roster three guys. Mm. Yeah, that's just the way it goes sometimes. I I hope that's not too contrarian or too risky, but mm-hmm. you know what? We'll see. Uh yep. Deb likes that young tonight. That could be a, a could be a, a spot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it could be a decent spot for him. I don't typically like bigs against Miami, but it's uh, no Bam Adebayo, so it definitely helps. And Disco Dave doesn't like Chris Boucher, but I'll tell you, when he gets the minutes, that Mm -hmm. dude produces. That's for sure. 97% people fading Giannis. What? He must be 3% owned then at that price. I don't know. All right, well let's um, keep let's keep this train moving. Um, that is going to be a really decisive game for me. I need the news though. Mm-hmm. All right, eight o'clock on DraftKings, coach. Let's say that again. Giannis is three percent on DraftKings. I know that's unbelievable. Yeah, that's scary, is what that is. All right, we still have five games left. I thought we already did uh, five games. I guess 
uh, or four, uh, I think. No, it's. I think we have five games left. The oh. Bulls. Do we do the Bulls and Pelicans yet? No. yet? no. We still have five games left. So somehow oh, wow. I lost. Once it goes to the second hand, I I lose track of where yeah. we're at. All right, Bulls and Pelicans. Pelicans are a point and a half favored, two twenty six and a half total. One twelve and a half is the uh, implied for Chicago. One fourteen for the Pels. Now we have our first team on the on a back to back. There's no mm-hmm. there's nobody playing tomorrow. That's playing tonight, but we do have three teams that played last night. One of them is the Pelicans, and that was a big part of uh, Deb and I's success, especially with um, Murphy, and then of course with uh, Nance. But uh, in this game, again, two twenty six and a half total, close game. It should be, uh, which makes it very interesting. And then as far as uh, in and out in this game, ball and white out for Chicago, Liddell and Zion sits again. He's going to earn that cheeseburgers nickname. If he keeps sitting is what yeah. I'm going to have to say. Bulls are six and eight Pels eight and six. Um, this game is a head scratcher for me because mm-hmm. you've got middle of the road pace in 14th and 18th. Yeah. You have two pretty good defenses, eighth for Chicago, 10th for the Pels. So that's not great. And then the Pels on the second night of a back-to-back. Very difficult to make a decision here because you've got some fairly high-priced guys, too, Mm -hmm. if you go to the main guys. Yeah, no, I agree. Um, The first thing that stood out to me in this game was the price on FanDuel. Um, DeMar DeRozan, 7900 I can't remember the last time he was below 8K. And I know he hasn't been playing great, but to me, that's just too cheap, yep. especially on FanDuel. And I think the same thing at 35 on Yahoo. That's that's pretty cheap for him. Well, he spent um, a good chunk of last season over 10K when he was on that yeah. insane where he was making 35 points a game and whatever. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, the other play I like for the Bulls is Patrick Williams, um, forty three hundred on DraftKings, four thousand on FanDuel, eleven dollars on Yahoo. His price just stays down, and he keeps putting up, you know, twenty five, twenty eight, twenty six. I mean, night in and night out. So, to me, I mean, for seven K, you know, seven X, I should say, value, it's pretty good. Um, so I like that play for the Bulls. Um, I like Valentunas against Vucevic. I think that's a winnable matchup for him. Now, obviously, the thing with him is the minutes on a back-to-back. He has not been getting a lot of minutes, even when it's not yeah. a back-to-back, really. Yeah, yeah. So that that side of it does concern me, but um, I'm sure he's going to be super low-owned because he's right there with Christian Wood in his price. Right. And um, he's on the second night of a back-to-back. And then I don't think that Larry Nance is a bad play again. I really don't. Um, forty two hundred on DraftKings, forty nine hundred on FanDuel, and fourteen on Yahoo. So, yeah, I mean two twenty six and a half, and it's supposed to be a close game. So you would think I would like this game better. I just don't like it. I don't like. Mm-hmm. I mean, McCollum was a stud for me. He had a bunch of shots last night too. Yeah, and so did Murphy. He hit some nice shots, but I just I don't like it's the second night of the back to back. I don't like right. that. The Pelicans are deep. I mean, Nance, Alvarado, Graham, Marshall, and that Dyson Daniels looked really good last night too. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you saw him play, he's he's got some potential. So they're deep, 
And I just, I don't want to yeah. pay up 8-2 for McCollum, 8-5 for Ingram, or even 7-1 for Joval when his minutes have been, you know, all over right. the place. Yeah. And then Herb Jones, in my opinion, will guard DeMar DeRozan. I respect uh, Herb Jones' defense That's true. as a yeah. top 10 defender. Yeah. So I don't particularly want to pay over 8K, even though it's cheaper than he's been. Mm -hmm. um, Zach Levine's been wildly inconsistent. And, uh, you know, I guess Patrick Williams makes sense. Last guy in, you know, four, mm -hmm. three, but yeah. uh, I'm, I don't think I'm going to have anybody here crash. Okay. I mean, I just, that's, that's okay. There's nothing. I mean, wrong it's a that. good game. You would think yeah. for DFS purposes, it just yeah. between the pace, the defense, the second night of the back to back and the rotations and the depth. I just, I just don't like it. You got to take a stand somewhere. So yeah, you can't play them all. Yeah. Um, CP3 unlikely, David says. Interesting. So he's doubtful. Hmm. Um, yeah, he's he's yeah, been Trent down Jr. for a doubtful while. Too. Who is? Trent. Gary Trent Jr. Okay, so I'm going to count him as out. Yeah, as I say, you can effectively count him as out. You know, it seems like they wait. I, that's Nick Nurse. He waits a lot of time usually to give the info. I think that's a coaching mm -hmm. strategy. Like Van Vliet, yeah. usually never here until what twenty minutes before the game or something. Right. Yeah. So that yeah, I, I'm not counting on those guys playing. To be honest with you. Yeah, it wouldn't surprise me. All right, let's move on. <clears throat> uh, this game should be a terrific one. I think you're going to be watching it. It could be a a playoff matchup at some point down the road. Mm -hmm. You got the, the Cleveland Cavaliers eight and five, the Milwaukee Bucks ten and three. The big news, though, that we need, as all these questionable guys are and our key guys, is Donovan Mitchell. Uh, we don't yeah. know if he's going to lace him up. He right. did not play the last game, so that's important news. Um, more than likely, Wade's out, but Jared Allen is out. Mm -hmm. so that's a big chunk of news. It is. Uh, and then Rubio and Windler still are out. And then for your bucks, they've got it looks like a Christmas tree. They've got every every designation lit up on the board here. Mm -hmm. um, Drew Holiday, of course, the biggest and most important news because he's questionable. Any inside skinny on Drew? My gut feeling is Drew Holiday will be out. Okay, it's my gut feeling. Okay, and, but we'll keep watching that news and see what happens. Mm -hmm. Um. AJ Green is probable. Connington looks like he's gonna play. So yeah. that another, you know, screws up the rotation a little bit. Mm -hmm. And then uh your favorite NBA player, Grayson Allen, is doubtful. <laughs> no, he's not. <laughs> not my favorite. Ingles, Matthews, and Middleton are out. So mm -hmm. here we this game, you've got the 26 pace Cleveland Cavaliers. That doesn't help matters. Yeah. 15th pace Milwaukee. And how about fifth for Cleveland and first for Milwaukee defensively? Mm -hmm. 218 is that number. Pretty low total, but it should be a hard fought game. I really need to know if Donovan Mitchell's playing or not. That's what yeah. everything rides on for me in this game. Yeah, for me, it's Donovan Mitchell and Drew Holiday. Those two pieces of news are, are going to largely shape what I do here because. Yep. If Mitchell's out, then I like Darius Garland. Obviously, he's 7,800 on FanDuel. He's 9,000 on DraftKings. Yeah, so what I'm not the heck? Go there. 
Wasn't um, he just like six thousand something on draft? Yeah, teams? I feel like he was. Jeez. So he just shot his price way up. Um, and then on the buck side, I mean, if Giannis is at three percent, I feel like I have to consider him in a GPP, um, just for ownership purposes. But then on top of that, you know, Jared Allen is out, so they don't have a lot of size in the paint. I mean, Evan Mobley, but he's like you know five inches shorter than Giannis and probably gives up. 30 or 40 pounds i would think so i mean that's a that's a pretty good matchup for Giannis. how, t- how tall is Giannis or, or officially um Giannis is seven two i think i don't think he's that big maybe not maybe not i no. think i think he, i think mobley's only i think mobley's only like two inches shorter than Giannis, but I could yeah, mobley was like six nine no you're right he's six eleven so he is he is but he's He's 215. Giannis is 243. I mean, it's about 30. Isn't pounds. that amazing? Giannis, when he came in the league, what was he like a buck 90? Yeah, <laughs> probably. He's like Poku. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, but anyway, like, you know, Giannis still doesn't, doesn't have a whole lot that's going to slow him down in the paint. Um, right. Besides Mobley with, with uh, Jared Allen being out. And then I think Portis is a de- decent play at 5,800 on FanDuel. I'm not going to pay 7,200. That's too much on DraftKings. Um, right. And then Javon Carter is still solid. Um, and then Marjan Bochamp's really been coming on strong. Now, if Connaughton plays, that's going to affect that. Definitely. So that's a concern for me. But if he, if for whatever reason, if he's out, then then I'm definitely going to consider Bochamp because he's only 3,800 on FanDuel and $12 on Yahoo. So. Yeah, I mean, I think I think Connaughton plays from what I read, and to me, yeah. that eliminates Bochamp. I mean, I, I just, in my opinion, I mean, on mm-hmm. especially on ten game slate, but yeah, it helps yeah, a I little mean, bit that Allen's out, but it you know kind of counteracts it with Connaughton coming back. I agree. Uh, Giannis at twelve six, man, that's just in a in a slow paced defensive game mm-hmm. is is a hard pill to swallow. Can we all know he could get a hundred, but yeah. Uh I just I don't know. I mean, Mobley's is terrific defensively on the interior. He really is. Mm-hmm. But losing Allen is a monster loss for them. I I would say that takes their ranking down, you know, five, six notches just right. by not having him on the court. Um I don't know. I, I just I'm not a big fan of the Bucks here. Mm-hmm. I sort of like the guy you didn't mention though. If if things go wrong and with all my other center possibilities, you know Brooke Lopez at six four, yeah, has been showing up for for quite a few games in a row and big games. Mm-hmm. Um, any any consideration for him? Uh, for yeah, you? I do. I, I I looked over it, but I I do have Brooke Lopez written down here, but um, it's. I don't know. A lot of his, a lot of his points have been coming from three point shots and stuff right. like that. And I don't know how much I can rely on that consistently. So oh, it's a ga- it's a gamble. Yeah, it's a gamble. Yeah, yeah. Um, <clears throat> on the Cleveland side, it's very simple to me. If if Mitchell plays, uh, I'm passing on the entire team real fast. Mm-hmm. If he doesn't play, though, I, I start to look at. Garland and Mobley as two of the go-to guys. And then all of a sudden, I hate to say it, I, I'm embarrassed to say it, but Kevin Love becomes playable to me. 
Yeah. I mean, he's I mean, going to get extra it. run with no Jared Allen. Mm-hmm. And we know he gets shot up, shots up. And yeah. Mitchell's a lot of usage to replace if he sits. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I can see that. I can. So I hate to say it, but I'd probably have a few calves if Mitchell sits. Mm-hmm. And if if he plays, though, I probably won't have anybody. I'll watch this game. Yeah. But I doubt I'll have much uh, coverage as far as DFS goes. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Um, how about we just take a real fast look at, at ownership overall? Okay. Uh, just a real quick rundown for everybody to give you the chalk plays. Uh, this is for boy from Cali since he's a chalk player. So we'll go <laughs> over these chalk plays. So, he, so go ahead, boy from Cali. You can make your roster now and Deb as well. <laughs> I'm being a pain in the, you know what today? Um, all right. So here's the chalk on DraftKings. I'm not going to read all their prices. We know who's cheap and who's not and their numbers, but it's Dinwiddie, Hardaway and Wood. One, two, mm-hmm. three for Dallas. All big numbers because every, you know, nine million percent usage for Luke has got to go somewhere. Then we we know that Dwayne Dedman situation we talked about. If he's in, super playable. The mm-hmm. crazy Peyton Pritchard play, which is a hard, hard head scratcher for me. Uh, DeAndre Ayton, Deb's favorite NBA uh, player, an all-time great yeah. center. Then you have Jimmy Butler. Derek White, who we both like as a value mm-hmm. play, Michael Porter Jr., Bruce Brown, uh, diving in the top 10. Who'd ever think of that? Yeah. How about this one, though? Are you ready? DeAndre Jordan. Mm. Yikes. <laughs> He's the 11th highest projected player at 17.5% on DraftKings. Is that right? Yeah, I think it is. I mean, because the, the whole Lokic thing, you know, he's getting all that usage split up between it looks like about five dudes. So unbelievable. Yeah. Interesting. And then you have Aaron Gordon, Jamal Murray, Kevin Love. So people are jumping on that. SGA, mm-hmm. which I think is at 16%, is very fair. LaMelo Ball, we mentioned. Jalen Brown, who always seems to get more ownership than Tatum because of the pricing. Yeah. People going right back to CJ McCollum, which is sort of surprising. Mm. Uh, but mm-hmm. he wasn't really good last night. He hit some big shots. Yeah, he's going to get AO to assume the defense, though. Yeah. Yeah. Good point. And then Tatum, we talked about Turner. <laughs> I think 11% is way too low for Miles Turner. Yeah. Uh, Deb's man, Larry Nance, and then Franz Wagner. Uh, then as far as Chalk City on FanDuel, Dinwiddie, Wood, and Hardaway. It sound familiar? Mm-hmm. Eric White, LaMelo Ball is jumping up on FanDuel, though, at 8,300. Wow. Bruce Brown, sixth highest owned guy expected at 27%. Mm-hmm. DFS is amazing. You just never know right. who's going to be up there. Deadman, Butler, Kevin Love. So that secret's out. Jamal Murray, Miles Turner, Jalen Brown, Peyton Pritchard, and Jason Tatum. So people jumping on Boston today because of that mm-hmm. number. Michael yep. Porter, who's been sort of boring. Has he done much? He hasn't seemed to do that no, much. He hasn't really done much. No. Not Rogier, Halliburton, if he plays. Mm-hmm. And now we have an Al Horford sighting. We both sort of showed some favor there. Yeah. 
He's 15%. Ubre, and there's Giannis. He is 15% on FanDuel is what I'm seeing. Hmm. So that's not too bad. No, Booker not- Reddish Plumley somehow at 14%. Oh, wow. Uh, and then let's look at Yahoo. Spencer Dinwiddie, Christian Wood, Michael Porter. He is popular today. Yeah, he is getting a lot of ownership. Derek White, Jimmy Butler, Jason Tatum takes the spot over Jalen Brown here. He's 46 bucks on Yahoo. Jamal Murray, LaMelo Ball, popular today. Mm-hmm. Hardaway Jr., I, which, again, very chalky today, I don't agree with. Brown, Okiki. At 13 bucks in that starters role with Orlando, they're shorthanded. That's pretty cheap. Uh, Ingram and McCullum getting a lot, and Franz Wagner. So mm-hmm. we've got some names there the same. And then Aiden Brown, Ubre, Gordon, same, same cast of characters. So there we go. That's what we've got ownership wise. And that gives us three remaining games crash and 8.30. And then we have a late night two-game slate for anybody playing after hours. So the the 8.30 game is the Houston Rockets and Dallas Mavericks. And uh, Dawson went to the Mavericks game last night. Luckily, he went to last night instead of tonight because Lucas sits tonight and he wouldn't have got to see Luca play. True, that would have sucked, yeah. Yep. Dallas is favored by six and a half because no Luca. It's a lot mm-hmm. less than it would have been, but the total's only 218, 105.75 for the Rockets, 112.25 for the uh, Mavericks. Uh, Houston at a sparkling two and 12, Mavs at eight and five, and they they don't beat the bad teams. They That's what scares me here. They lost to the Thunder. They lost to somebody else pathetic. Mm-hmm. This this with no Luca, I'm terrified here. If mm-hmm. I if I wasn't if if I didn't have uh, Dirk behind me, I'd almost say play the Rockets on the money line. I'm serious. There, I am fearful of this game. Um, that yeah, could just be I my understand. fandom. I understand. Dallas played last night, as we just yeah. said. Houston tenth in pace. Dallas slowest in the league, thirtieth. Houston second to last defensively. Mavericks now in the top 15. They've moved up to 12th, so they're starting to get it together defensively. Mm-hmm. I guess the bottom line is very simple here. Do you jump on any of the Mavericks chalk on the value guys? Yeah, I like Dinwiddie. Um, Dinwiddie and Wood probably would be my the two that I'm playing. Yeah, not probably not going to get to Tim Hardaway. Um, I like Bruce Brown in that price range quite a bit more right um, with the whole Jokic situation. So that's, that's what I like in that, in that uh, side of things. And then I do like Jalen green though. I think he's a solid play for Houston. Okay. Yeah. You got Jalen green and Josh green, the two J greens against each right. other here too. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, <clears throat> I, you know, I, it's hard for me to really feel comfortable going to the Rockets here just because, defensively they may even be better without Luca on the floor because mm. you know Bullock, Finney Smith, Powell, Josh Green those guys all defend really well and 
you know, they're going to slow it down even more without Luca. They're going to try to shorten the game a bit because they just yeah. don't have that many offensive threats. So, right. you know, I, I don't really, I'm not crazy about Porter and green. I usually try to go to one of the rockets because of the speed they play at mm-hmm. Jabari Smith is terrible. He is what a bust he is so far. I mean, I know he's young and gawky and he needs time and he's 19 or 18. I mean, he's a baby, but yeah, man, does he look bad? Yeah. He yeah. just, he doesn't look good in any aspect of the game. I, I'm really surprised that, that he's that raw. But, mm-hmm. you know, I guess the only guy that I'd consider is Jen Goon. I think, you know, yeah. again, we're log jammed at center, though, now. Right. Uh, but I don't feel comfortable with anybody else. As far as I'm exactly in the same scenario as you. I I know Hardaway's 4K, and that's phenomenally tempting. And he has had some really good games when Luke is out. So it's, I get it and I'm not against it. It's not like he's one of my top fades, but Mm -hmm. I, I really do uh, prefer Dinwiddie and wood. So I'm going to eat the chalk on Dinwiddie. He'll probably be in all my lineups. Uh, I think Christian Wood, though, too. I mean, it's frustrating because I think he needs more minutes and I think he's can be a very dominant uh, player. Michael Perlman. How are you, my friend? Great to see you in here. You missed our Celtics uh, walk through here, though, buddy. Uh, so you're going to have to watch it back. Um, yeah, I don't know, man. I just, uh, for me, it'll be, you know, one or two Mavericks and probably move on down the road is where I'm looking. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I think that that's solid. Um, like I said, I, I don't see myself getting to Tim Hardaway at this point. But um, he's the only other guy I'd probably consider on the Mavericks. But, yeah, I'm probably not going to get to him. This is going to be a close game, though. I'm Mm -hmm. telling you. Yeah. Close game. All right, two games left. They're both 10 o'clockers. Did you see the slate tomorrow, Crash? There's like four games, I think. There's only three games. And you know what time the first game is? What time? 10. Are you serious? There's a, a a 10 and a 10.30 tomorrow. I've never seen that before. We've got Thursday night football, so man, they're that's crazy. avoiding. I guess. Yeah. Um, I thought that was wacky. Are you on with me tomorrow, or am I solo? I think I'm scheduled to be on with you tomorrow. Oh, but, good. Yeah. Yeah. So we're gonna have a massive amount of time before that slate starts tomorrow. Right. But uh, but anyway, so we've got this two game late slate, uh, a ten o'clock game, the Knicks and Nuggets. And it is uh, Denver minus three, a 226 total, 111 and a half implied for the Knicks, 114 and a half uh, implied for the Nuggets. We know that Mitch Robinson is out. Uh, Isaiah, break my heart in Stein, has not gotten it done for me. I keep trying to force that play and it hasn't worked. So I'm fading him today. So expect a big Hartenstein game. And then we know that the Joker, of course, is out. So no Joker, no Luca today. That's why everybody, I'm surprised, is not flooding to Giannis because he's the other obvious play. But yeah, uh, no Gillespie, Ish Smith, doubtful Bones now questionable, and Aaron Gordon is questionable. That mm. is a big piece of news, in my opinion, because yeah. without you know without the Joker in there, if they're missing Gordon as well. Mm-hmm. That changes things up big time. So, Definitely. um, 
Second night of a back-to-back for the Knicks. That doesn't help matters. Eighth in pace for the Knicks, playing faster than ever. Twelfth for Denver. Neither team playing good defense. 21st and 25th, which makes you want to get some interest here. What do you think? Yeah, I do have some interest here. Um, I like Jalen Brunson, 7,100 on DraftKings, 7,500 on FanDuel, 28 on Yahoo. Okay. Uh, kind of see him and Jamal Murray going back and forth a little bit. So I think he's a solid play. Um, I mean, it worked out last night pretty well. I don't know that I'm, you know, thrilled about going back to this play, but it's a decent value play. And that's Cam Reddish. He's seven or 3,600 on DraftKings, 3,500 on FanDuel and only 13 on Yahoo. So still a solid price. As long as he's getting the minutes, I don't mind going there. Um, as a last man in type play. And then, um, especially if uh, Halliburton plays and I can't go to Andrew Nimpard, I think that that would be a decent pivot from him. Um, and then for the Nuggets, um, Murray, Bruce Brown, I mean, even uh, on on Yahoo, he's $10. And on DraftKings and FanDuel, 3500 Jeff Green, because uh, he's going to oh. probably have to play center. So, yeah, I think he'll get decent minutes. Interesting. Yeah. Well, I have my fate of the night, and it is DeAndre Jordan. I don't care if he's 3-3. Everybody's yeah. going to be going to him. I, the, the dude's so washed up, it's not mm-hmm. funny. Yeah, yeah, I don't like I don't like DeAndre Jordan at all. I, I really don't like the play, and I, he's going to get a lot of ownership. I, I just it, – it's not a logical play to me. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the question for me, though, is where is the scoring going to come from? I, I've got to think Jamal Murray at six yeah. five is yeah i like murray a lot i really like him here and it's a pace up game for them mm-hmm. uh, i think murray's super playable um you know you know how what my feelings are for michael porter i've said for years now right. i'm just not a big fan uh and i haven't seen that big upside game five mm-hmm. nine is very cheap though yeah um, it's tempting it really is um, if Aaron Gordon's in, I think he's a fine play. If he if he's going to play sure. without a limit, I think mm-hmm. sub six K Aaron Gordon has shown some big games even with Joker in there. So yeah. But the question is, does he play? Uh, if he doesn't, then Bruce Brown definitely becomes one of my favorite plays. So I'll eat the chalk on Bruce Brown uh, along with Jamal Murray. There, those would be the two guys I'd go to. Mm-hmm. Not particularly sure. I'm going to go to Brown though. If Gordon's in, I, I'm not, I haven't made that decision yet. Um, but the weird thing for me though, crash, I don't like the Knicks in this game. I don't like them on the second night of a back to back. Mm -hmm. And again, like Deb and I were saying yesterday, it's like somebody kidnapped Tom Timbido and put this replacement guy in there. He's playing fast. He's not playing good D he's playing some bench. We're probably going to see top and Rose, Quickly, Sims, maybe Fournier, Grimes. I mean, mm-hmm. I just I don't think the Knicks are a strong play on the road in the elevation in Denver. I don't care that they don't have the Joker. I still think it's a tough spot for the Knicks. Yeah. Ready for the last game? I am. It is also 10 o'clock, and this game is going to get a lot of interest because it is Golden State at Phoenix. Golden mm-hmm. State's only favored by a single point, two really fair totals, 114 and a quarter. 
and 113 and a quarter, respectively. Uh, in this game, you've got Baldwin and Igadala out for Golden State, so they're ready to they're ready to roll. Mm-hmm. Phoenix, Chris Paul, questionable. I don't think he's going to play. I'm not counting him in right now. That's right. completely unofficial. Maybe he does because it's Golden State. We will see. Uh, Cam Johnson still remains out, and Landry Shamit, who's in their rotation. Um, I don't know why they're not tr- trading Crowder. I uh, just yeah, trade it doesn't, make sense. doesn't yeah. make sense. So an interesting game here. Golden State's the fastest team. Phoenix, the second slowest team. So completely opposite there. Mm-hmm. Defensively, Golden State, not good. 23rd. That's why they're six and eight. Right. Phoenix, third. So you've got opposite ends of the spectrum in this contest which creates, you know, really a tougher game script even as well. All right, Van Vliet is playing, and Trent mm-hmm. is out. Okay. Um, Bones isn't out yet. He was downgraded to questionable. When somebody gets downgraded questionable, uh, to me, they usually don't play. Mm-hmm. Um, is Aaron Gordon in or out? He's questionable. We They have not made the decision on him. So before we hit this last game, let's just do uh, read and react here, as they say. So with Van Vliet in, we talked about this game uh, against Miami. I mean, that eliminates me paying for Ananobi or Barnes, probably. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think Boucher is still playable off the bench. Um but, you know, not crazy about that Raptor side, really. Right, right. And it doesn't really change anything defensively. So any mm-hmm. – uh, oh, Deb's going to the game tonight. How about oh, nice. that? What a great game to go to. A one-point spread, Golden State. Mm-hmm. Nice. You feel like this is a uh, Devin Booker game, Deb? Yeah, what do you think, Deb? You last time we called Cam Johnson out, and he had his best game of the year. And mm-hmm. uh, last time she was there, uh, we we got it done. So I don't know who Deb is on for this game, but uh, you know, let's let's look back at it and see what we like here. What uh, where are you leaning initially here, Crash? Yeah, I mean, I like the I like the two studs in this game. I like Steph on the Warrior side and Devin Booker on the Phoenix side. Um, especially if Chris Paul's out, you know, I mean, yeah, they're going to run a lot of their offense through Devin Booker. Um, and Mikael Bridges is in play that, at that point. Uh, campaign. Um, Aiton's had some nice games against the Warriors. I know what Deb said about not playing him, but. He has had some decent games against them. So yeah, yeah. kind of looking at him too a little bit. So I'm disappointed campaign is six six. Yeah. I mean, that is expensive. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I always like to play him when Paul sits if I can, but he's never six six. Yeah, he's still fifty-nine on FanDuel. I like that better, but yeah, that's that's somewhat decent. Um, Mm -hmm. I like the Booker call though. I think Booker's a good play. Yeah. So Derek White is starting for Marcus Smart, I just announced. Yeah, we anticipated that was coming. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm with you on uh, – Booker's really the only guy I like, though. I, I know Bridges now that he's over 6K. He was fun to jam in there at 5'6 or whatever for a while. Right. But yeah, I 
you know, yeah, Booker's probably my only consideration on the Sun side. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's you're gonna pay the ten five for Curry though. <clears throat> I don't know. Um, I don't know if I'm going to, but he's just he's the only warrior that I really like um, in this matchup. So, yeah, I mean, this is on national TV, right? Yeah, I believe so. I believe yeah. it is. Yes. Yeah. yeah, I think I think he'll Deb's be gonna be there. So yeah, she'll we, be there. Better, we need some uh, DFS coach talk gear. Uh, perfect mm-hmm. game to wear the hoodie and the hat, Deb. Uh, maybe you get on screen. Um, other than Curry, Lee, though, yeah, that's a narrative. You're right. What's that? Damian Lee is a narrative in this game. That's oh, true. good point. Yeah. But does he get enough minutes? Mm-hmm. That's the problem. He might with Chris Paul out, assuming he is. If Paul sits, that might be a, a real nice GPP shot because of the because mm-hmm. of that narrative. Um, but nobody else from the Warriors is in play for you? No, I, I don't think so. Um, what do you think about Draymond? Jordan Poole if Clay, if Clay would have been out again. But with Clay back, I just – I don't know. I don't want to go through that whole thing between those two. What do I think I mean, about – Go ahead. Did you say Draymond? I, I thought about Draymond a little bit. Because, yeah. You know, because I think he'll get the minutes, and I think it's mm-hmm. going to be a close game. And usually he gets, you know, he's going to grab a little bit of every statistic there. But yeah, um, no, I think Draymond could be a solid play. Yeah, he's the guy that I'm considering the most from Golden State, you know, yeah. but it's such a massive pace down game from them. I mean, right. second slowest team in the league in Phoenix, but. Uh, I don't know. I, I don't like Draymond as, as a player and as a person. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I hate Draymond too, David. So we both said the same thing. Yeah, it's the ESPN game, Deb said. But I, I don't think he's a bad play at that price. Yeah. Uh, if he gets you 15, 9, and 4, or 6, and with a couple steals, then all of a sudden 6K price looks pretty darn good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Deb's on Draymond as well. So we're on the same page there. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, you know, probably Draymond and Booker. I probably will commit to the Booker dollars here, though. Yeah. I, I think he's in a really good spot. And he gets up he gets up for the Splash Brothers game to go against those guys. Yes. There's no doubt. Yeah, I think it's a solid play. It is. All right. Uh, let's build the two brains are better than one. Okay. And then we will get on the road here. It'll give us a little bit of time to build lineups. Did you see my faux pas yesterday of posting early? <laughs> yeah, I did see that. And it worked though. It was I a know. winner. It was a winner. <laughs> um, let's see. I knew not to even play it off like I did it on purpose. I did I owned up to it. All right. Fan I like duel. This, price. this is a GPP, right? Yeah, this is a GPP. Yep. Um I like his price on FanDuel a lot more than on DraftKings. So I'm going to take, believe it or not, I'm going to take Darius Garland at point guard at 7,800. Yeah, that price is is very nice Mm -hmm. compared to what he is. What is he on DraftKings? Nine? Nine. Good Lord. Yeah. Yeah, that's a big difference. Man, if if, uh, that'll be boxcars if Mitchell sits. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go right to – I'm going to book it. And in honor of Deb 
and she's going to be there. Deb, I said this with Cam Johnson. If Booker's not getting it going, I need some verbal, you know, yell at him a little bit. Yeah. Tell him to book it. We need him. What else you got? Sounds good. Um, I like Jamal Murray, 6,400 point guard. Jamal Murray. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm going to – we haven't got any news on Carter yet from – anybody hear anything uh, on Carter for Orlando? Because that's an early game. Shouldn't we have that news any minute? We should. He didn't go to shoot around, it says. So I, I know. Yeah. I, I I'm gonna go with Bomba. Okay. And and if if Carter's in, we may have to do a late late minute swap. Mm -hmm. No, I think that's solid. He's cheap. What do you have? Patrick Williams, 4,000 power forward. Well, I feel about him what I felt about Nance last night. So let's hope that <laughs> it's nice. the same outcome. <laughs> yeah. I would be thrilled if it's the same outcome. I've always liked Patrick Williams, though. But yeah. as a player, I'd love to coach him and have him on my team. I just sometimes in DFS, he scares me. That's all. Mm -hmm. Um. I'm going to go with power forward Miles Turner, 7,100, I think is so fair for him. Yeah. And I have another power forward, so if you don't mind not taking that spot, I'd be appreciative. Okay, so I'm going to move Patrick to uh, small forward. Okay. Yes, please. All right. Go ahead. Well, it's your pick. Oh, is it? Okay. You have a shooting guard or a small forward, if, if that's all right. You have plenty of money too. I take DeRozan. Does that kill anything? I don't think so. Okay, uh, seventy-nine. No, that's fine. I'm going to okay. take Evan Mobley. Okay. I know you're not thrilled with that, but that gives you sixty-four hundred dollars for small forward. I just think Mobley's going to be too needed. With with you know, really with with Allen out, he becomes a, such a stronger play. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. 6,400. RJ yeah, Barrett, Mikhail Bridges, Karis Levert. Campaign Mike, at 59. I don't mind. Michael that. Porter getting all that chalk today. Yeah. I don't mind. Max Cruz. I don't mind campaign at 5,900. That's who you want, Cam? Yeah. With, if, I'm assuming that Chris Paul is going to be out. I mean, it sure seems like it. That would be a, not good if he plays, if he, if he does, though. Yeah, well, wait a minute. Plays, I don't have it because I I had small forward open. Who are you moving a small forward? DeRozan? DeRozan and Patrick Williams. Okay, so you're going campaign mm -hmm. and DeMar DeRozan. So just not that you always have to use all the money because we always coach that up. So yeah. 500 bucks left if we need it anywhere. Um the only other thing. Well, you said Van Vliet is playing, right? He's playing. We can't go from bowl to or bomb at a bowl 
it's a little too much, but I mean, I'm I'm okay with this line. It's five hundred bucks left, and I'm not yeah. going to talk you off of uh, DeRozan. No, I mean, I I think I mean you could go Tim Hardaway. We said we were going to fade him, but he he's five hundred bucks more than Patrick Williams. He's going to mm-hmm. start and get major minutes, and probably be the second option initially second or third at the worst with Dinwiddie and uh Wood but Wood comes off the bench just just a just a thought yeah um I mean I, either way is fine what if I go with um DeJounte Murray instead of campaign. Oh. So what I did was I went from DeRozan to Hardaway and then from campaign to Murray. Okay, let's take a look here. We're probably going to get uh, Murray super low owned too. Mm-hmm. All right, so Hardaway. And then... Actually, I don't know. I, I don't think I'm going to do that. Hang on. Hang on. Another idea. Okay. We have 45 minutes and 27 seconds till lock. So we're in good shape. Mm. Any other news chat that uh, we need to go over? Halliburton available to play. Okay, so Halliburton's in. Okay, so he's playing, yeah. I love SGA today, by the way. We did forget about SGA. We both love him, too. Yeah. Any way to get SGA in there? What, or is this where he's way overpriced? I couldn't remember. No, I just I just made a, uh, a move to get him in. Um, Who? Well, I had to take Booker out, so I don't know if I want to do that. Well, I put Booker in. Okay. So if you I'd, had Booker, I'd rather stick with Booker personally. Yeah. I mean, he's he's fourteen hundred cheaper than SGA. That's a lot. Mm-hmm. I know. I, I mean, I love SGA. I'm I'm with you there. But yeah, I still think I can do this. Hang on. I mean, we'd have to. Yeah, you should be able to. I mean, we'd have to put SGA in for. Would it be campaign? So what I've got is I've got Jamal Murray, Darius Garland, Devin Booker, SGA, Patrick Williams, Cam Reddish, Evan Mobley, Miles Turner, and Mo Bamba. Yeah, I'm fine with that. I love okay. the fact that we have the two big pay-up guys in SGA and Booker. Mm-hmm. And if, if Mitchell sits, we could have three monster guards. And Jamal Murray's probably going to have a big bump today, too. Yeah. All right. So there it is. Two brains are better than one. Mm-hmm. FanDuel GPP, Garland, Murray, Booker, SGA, Patrick Williams, Reddish, Turner, Mobley, and Bomba. Yeah. Good stuff. I think it's a good lineup for sure. All right. <laughs> Uh, everybody, I mean, he can play. Yes. All right. Good. Anything else, uh, Crash? No, I think that's it. All right. We'll have a super fast, super fast one tomorrow with that weird three game super late slate, but we'll be at the regular time, 445. Probably be, uh, 
20 minute podcast tomorrow i bet yeah in my dreams right of course we say that but <laughs> yeah we're only a, a 127 today that's not too bad yeah all right let's get the hot streak going i i'm hoping to post the will fair we're going streaking here at the end of the night with another mm -hmm. winning night deb thank you for jumping in here thanks for uh a good lineup last night enjoy that phoenix suns game tonight that should sure. be a good one yeah and I want I want to hear some scream Booker screaming to get him go going. Would Halliburton be a play? Uh, Halliburton's always a decent play. I mean, mm -hmm. there's no doubt about that. Um, let me look real quick because there was one thing about the Halliburton play. Um, I mean, his his usage has been fantastic this year. Um, I'll tell you what. I mean. Halliburton is a dangerous play. I, if you want to pivot from Booker to Halliburton, I wouldn't fault you. Yeah. Same price range. Uh, I'm sticking with Book, but I think Halliburton's a fine play. Only 5% on DraftKings right now. I, you know, I love when they have that Q tag and people are making lineups and they get scared. Mm -hmm. Um, they wouldn't be playing if he wasn't going to go probably regular minutes. So, right, right. I may. I may make a second lineup with Halliburton in there. I really are a hundred dollars difference between the two. So they're right there neck and neck in price. Yep. And so Booker's can... getting about twice the ownership. So yep. yeah. Yeah. All right, people. That is it for today. Thanks for listening in. Great to have the members only in here. And uh, we have a members only tomorrow with just the three gamer crash mm -hmm. and I'll hit. And then Deb and I are back on uh, Friday for the whole everybody out there. So it'll be a big one on Friday. Oh, yeah. All right, Crash. Thank you very much, sir. Appreciate yep. it. Glad you're feeling better. And uh, let's uh, let's keep it going tonight. Yeah. Uh, thank you, everybody. And uh, we'll certainly be back tomorrow uh, when we look to crush it in NBA DFS and Boom Fantasy. <laughs>